Welcome to New Testament Talk, the podcast that talks about the first century revelation of God and how it continues to impact us in the 21st century. I am your host, Pastor Fred Roberts. Grab your Bible and join me as we talk about life in the New Testament. But he goes on to describe the character of a godly dependence. Verse 7, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. <laughs> he, first of all, trusts in the Lord. Now, this is an intelligent move. Now, they would say, the world would say, it's not intelligence, this is, you know, uh, superstition. They, they like to pretend that Christians are, are weak-minded individuals, and, and, you know, they, they want to downplay that. But, you know what, it's the Christian who's the intelligent one, um, who can look at all that we have and say, well, there has to be a creator. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take, it doesn't take genius, you know. You, you don't have to be a, a, an Einstein to figure that out. Just look at how everything interacts. Think about how just, just the pieces fall together. Everything falls together. There's a plan. There's a purpose. It's intelligent. But the Bible says the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And depart from evil is understanding. Job 28, 28. You know, when we trust the Lord... That's showing our intelligence. That's showing our wisdom. That's showing that we, we understand what's happening. But trust in the Lord has to be wholehearted. Jesus said this uh, when asked by the lawyer, what's the great commandment? He said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. You know, trusting the Lord means that we have to be wholehearted about it. It's not just halfway. We can't just partly trust him and you know, partly trust the world. We've got, we got to make a choice. You know, it's like the person standing on a boat and with one foot on the dock. All you're going to do is get wet. <laughs> you know, the boat's going to be pushed out and it's going to move away from the dock. And you're just going to get wet. You're going to fall in. Uh, you have to make a choice. You can't, can't straddle the fence. You can't, can't try to be on both sides. You have to be wholehearted, trusting the Lord. Giving Him your whole heart. But it's also full of hope. Look, it says... This, uh, that blessed is the man who's, uh, who trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. You know, the Lord's our hope. We're not going to see the answers from the government. You know what? Phil Scott doesn't have the answers. Um, you know, the town select men don't have the answers. Uh, uh, the doctors don't have the answers. None of these people have the answers. The Lord has the answers. We need to make him our hope. You know what? Just serve it. Say, I'm just going to serve the Lord, and you know what? He will do what he's going to do. Now, we need to have the same attitude that three Hebrew children had. You know, the three Hebrew children, they were in a hopeless spot. <laughs> you know, they either had to bend the knee and bow down to the idol, or they were going to be thrown into the fiery burns. That was it. That was their options. You know, they couldn't do it halfway. They couldn't have one foot in the world, one foot, uh, you know, with God. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't just, you know, kind of bow. Yeah, they, they either had to commit to one or commit to the other. And uh, everybody else, you know, there were a lot of Jews present. But there, when, they, when they played the music, there was only three they saw standing. <laughs> they had to make a choice. And they chose to trust the Lord. And when the king came and addressed them, you know, he was going to give them another chance. But they said, you know what? <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. We're not careful to answer the this. Yeah. We're not going to take our time. We're not going to think about what we're supposed to say. You know, we're just going to tell you the way it is. 
says God can save us, but if you won't, we're still not going to bow. And you know what? We need to have that same attitude. You know what? I'm going to just do what God wants me to do. I'm not going to bow to the pressures of the world. I'm not going to bow to the pressures of society. I'm not going to bow to the pressures of the flesh or the world. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to put my hope and trust in the Lord. And if he chooses to save me, if he chooses to redeem me, if he chooses to help me out of whatever situation we're talking about, so be it. But if not, then I'm just going to go down trusting him. God loves those people. God loves those people. I mean, I think of the disciples, you know, the, here they were in the boat. It was a storm. Now, look, I'm not saying that I'm any better than them at all. They were professional fishermen. And if they say, we're going to die, <laughs> you're going to die. You know, that's just, that's just the way it is. You know, and that's the way it is, you know. So if the expert is concerned, you know, you better be concerned. And that's, that's all I'm saying. The, the fishermen who were in the boat, they said, we're going to die. And so they went and woke up Jesus. Now Jesus jumped up. He, he rebuked the wind, calmed the seas. Mm-hmm. But when he was done, he turned around and he said, how is it that you have no faith? Yeah. He asked his disciples, how come you didn't have any faith? Why? Because they were thinking worldly thinking. They were thinking carnal thinking. They were in the ship with Jesus, the Messiah. There was, there was a whole slew of scriptures that needed to be fulfilled in the life of Jesus. And they thought they were going to die from the storm. They weren't putting their hope in the Lord. See, we need to have that, that craziness about it. You know, the, you know, the craziness like George Mueller, who had no food to feed his entire orphanage. Mm-hmm. And they set the, table set the table and got all the orphans sitting around the table. And George Mueller stood up and prayed and said, Lord, I thank you for the food you provided for us and knock on the door and there was a meat cart that was outside in front of the the orphanage that had fallen over and they weren't going to be able to repair it in time to get the meat to the market like they needed so he said i'm just going to throw out all this meat do you guys need it (laughs) got the kids out they brought in the meat they cooked some something and everybody ate he didn't know that it wasn't like he had a trap set for the meat cart going by. You know, he was trusting in the Lord. And God provided for him. Look, that has happened over and over and over again in, in history. Um, I mean, in the Bible and in, in history like, like we know of. I mean, hope in the Lord. He's our hope. Then we see the blessedness of those who depend upon God. First of all, they have a full and flourishing life. Look what it says in verse 8. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. It's a tree, not a shrub, a tree. A full-grown tree with leaves and branches and, and everything on it. I mean, it's full and flourishing. The one that trusts in the Lord, that's his life. You know, the saying was a few, several years ago, get a life. You know, when you want a life, (laughs) follow the Lord. You know, full life, flourishing life. Green, beautiful, strong. Notice what else he says. It's nourished and refreshed. (laughs) 
nourished and refreshed. It says he's uh, spreadeth out her roots by the river. You know, what better place for a tree to be planted <laughs> than by a river? I mean, it has everything it needs. It has the nutrients that it needs. It has the moisture that it needs. It's continuous replenishing. I mean, it is the perfect place for a tree to live. And you know what? The Lord is the perfect place for a Christian to live. Not just getting saved, you should do that, but also to continue day after day. I mean, continuing in the Lord. Depending upon God. Trusting in Him in our day-to-day-to-day -to -day -to -day life. You'll be nourished. You'll be replenished. I mean, look, the Bible says that he, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They renew their strength. <laughs> you know, we, we get going and we get tired. I mean, have you ever just been bone tired? The kind of tired that sleep doesn't even help. <laughs> you know, you, you, go to, you go to sleep, you wake up, and you're still tired. <laughs> you're just... That you, sounds you just, like my life. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're just tired. But you know what? You wait on the Lord, and your strength will be renewed. You, you get your heart and your mind focused on the Lord, and you know what? He, he will nourish you and refresh you. I mean, when it's hot outside... Just a, just a being by the river mm. is refreshing. We, uh, <laughs> we used to live in Texas, San Antonio, Texas, and um, at their uh, zoo. <laughs> you know, summertime in Texas is hot. Uh, just San Antonio, it's hot. And we would go to the zoo, you know, with the kids, you know, during the summertime. degrees hot. Yeah, and you know what? Of course, everything's cement, cement, I mean, whatever, I say it wrong, I say it Oklahoma way, whatever, uh, don't mock me. Anyway, <laughs> cement <laughs> all over the place. So you're walking along the, um, you know, the sidewalk, and you're looking at the animals, you know what? And you're like, unbearable heat, just oppressive heat, and you're like, Let's go to the snake area. You know, I don't. No. Want to, I don't want to see the giraffes. You know, I'm just. You know, I'll go to the snake area because it's a building and it's air conditioned, right? And so, what they did to help this out was they have misters, mm -hmm. and it's just a a pole that just sprays out mist during the summer. So, you know, we would run from one mister to the next mister. You know. All right, yep, that's a giraffe. Let's run. <laughs> you know, and we would go to the next mister to, to get cooled off. I mean, it's refreshing you know, when it's hot and unbearable. Um, but that's what trusting in the Lord does. You trust in the Lord, and you're, you're, you're going through a hard time. You're going through difficulty, and he'll, he'll bring you something. I've, I've been listening to uh, you know, Christian music as I'm driving to work and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, praying and pouring out my heart to the Lord. And all of a sudden, something will come to mind. Either the song will say something, or a verse of scripture will come to my mind. And I, it's just like, I'll just have to pull over, because I'm just crying. Just, just can't drive, because I can't see from the tears in my eyes. Uh, he just brings you that, that blessing. Mm -hmm. That refreshing, that nourishing. It's secured against trouble. It says, <laughs> Shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green 
and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Mm -hmm. Now, it's interesting. The one who's blessed is also a little oblivious. Mm -hmm. The one who was worldly was oblivious and couldn't see the good. Mm. The one who's blessed and has a godly dependence, they're also they oblivious, the but they can't see the bad. <laughs> you know, they don't see the bad things. Yeah. You know, they, they just keep going. In fact, it says they're not careful in the year of drought. Yeah. You know what? They don't have to be careful. They're by a river. Yeah. You know, it'd have to be really a bad drought for the river to dry up and then for them to have a problem. But you know what? They don't have a problem. You know, the shrub during a drought is dead. It's just, it's dead. You're not going to get, you're not going to get anything from it. Um, um, tumbleweed. <laughs> tumbleweed. Uh, dead, dry, just blowing in the wind. I mean, there were those in, in, uh, in Texas. Uh, you know, you'd, you'd be driving along and here's go one across the road. I mean, uh, just, we had drought every year in Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in Oklahoma. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, you know, always drought. But that's not the way it is with a tree. With blessed, with the one whose dependence is on God. They're not even going to see the heat. In fact, they're not even careful in the in the drought. I mean, you know, when things are hard, what what do you do? You start pinching your pennies, you start, you know, making sure that you cut down on your spending. I mean, uh, you know, with the increase in the cost of heating fuel, uh, I turned down my heat, you know, now uh, I'll keep it at 68, you know, instead of 72, like it was, you know, I keep it lower, because I don't want to use up my oil, because uh, it's too expensive, well, that's what you do when things are hard, when things are difficult, but the Bible says that this person's not even careful in the drought, you know, you, you depend on the Lord, and you know what, you can have assurance, in the trouble. You can have reassurance mm -hmm. that regardless of what comes, <laughs> you'll be okay. Matthew 7, Jesus is uh, um, talking about the building of the wise of uh, the houses. And the interesting thing to note is that the foolish man and the wise man, they both built houses. They both endured storms. But two things were different. The foundations were different, and the results were different. The wise man who built his house upon the rock, he still had the way, the wind, the waves, the rain. He still had all that. The flood, he had all that. But he was good. The foolish man, he built on the sand. And he had the same wind, rain, flood, but when the, everything was all said and done, his house fell flat. And great was the fall of it, Jesus said. You know, this is the difference between the carnal mind who depends upon the flesh, depends upon its own understanding, and the godly mind who trusts in the Lord. And then lastly, perpetual fruitfulness. <laughs> it says, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Year after year, when its season comes fruit, this tree will produce more fruit. They have usefulness. They have shade, and they bear fruit. Both things that the shrub cannot do. 
both things that the world cannot offer. You know, there are plenty of uh, unsaved people out there who try to make a difference and they they do good works, they raise money, they do all these things, um, but they don't solve any problems. I mean, they don't help society. Society's still worse than it was, and it's going down. It's not getting better, it's getting worse. Uh, the Bible says it shall wax worse and worse. <laughs> you know, they mean well. You know, I'm not faulting their intentions. It's because they lean upon the flesh. They lean upon the world. They, they depend upon the world. We need, as Christians, to get out of that. We're not going to be able to produce fruit when we're being the same way that they are. We need to get out of that. We need to depend upon the Lord. And that will help us to be fruitful. That will help us to be blessed. And that will help us in our times of trouble so that we don't even see the bad times. We don't even see the hardships. Everybody else does. That's all they see. But we will just see the blessing of God. Thank you for joining us on New Testament Talk. New Testament Talk is a publication of New Testament Baptist Church in Manchester Center, Vermont. If you would like to talk with us in person, visit our Facebook page, New Testament Baptist Church, NTBC. That's New Testament Baptist Church, NTBC. Until next time, this is Pastor Fred Roberts reminding you of the greatest truth of the New Testament. The truth can be known, God wants you to know it, and when you receive it, you will be saved. The truth is this, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved.